I wanted to chat a little bit today about recording music. There's often a decision that needs to be made uh, when you sit down to plan out the project, and that is, are we going to record it raw, sounding like we normally do when we play live, or are we going to have it produce a little bit, add some extra production and make it sound more like a radio sort of song? So it's kind of an internal battle that happens when we go about recording music, and I think there's some questions that we're asking ourselves in our head that we want to avoid with this. So if we're thinking the raw method... We, we might be thinking, I don't want people to have heard my song, then see me live and be disappointed. Or maybe you feel a bit like an imposter when you, you lay all this fantastic uh, music production down, but you can't actually replicate that live. You might feel like a bit of an imposter and that's not a true representation of you and your music. On the flip side, maybe you've got this sort of acoustic song and you want to record that, but you don't want it to sound boring. So you don't want it to be raw. You want to add the production elements. So uh, there's two sides of the coin, which is why I'm going to have a look today at kind of pros and cons of each, the raw method, pros and cons of the production method. Uh, I'll give my opinion in there as well and hopefully address some of these problems, some of these insecurities around it, and hopefully uh, help you in making a decision whether you want to record your music raw or produced. So let's talk about that today. Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of Day Studio, and we're talking about going from musician to artist. So this podcast, this YouTube channel, is all about uh, providing resources and tools to help musicians just level up. So whatever level you are, it's just about going to the next level and walking towards your goal, your desire of being a recognized music artist. So today we're looking at the recording method, and something that, that kind of comes up a lot is this raw versus produced feeling. And I think at the end of the day, it is just a, how will my fans respond to this? How will my audience respond to this? And I think the first thing we've got to talk about is what is your goal or what is your intention with the recording? So as you move along uh, your career, along your journey, it might move more towards, I want to be on radio. I want to be in playlists. Uh, I want to be next to other artists similar to me, in which case you might be going for that production method at that point. Um, early on, you might be thinking, I need more gigs. I need uh, people to hear what I sound like. And those, you know, that sort of path, which means maybe you're going to need more of a raw sound at that point. But there's still always kind of this battle. How much production do I add? How much do I keep it raw? So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I think I've got a couple of questions here that I reckon come up, or at least you might be asking yourself when it comes to making this decision. First one is, I don't want my audience to be disappointed when they see me live. So we've all been to those shows where we hear their music, we've listened to it, we listen to it in the car on the way to the show, it sounds awesome. We get there and the live version just sounds completely different and we're a bit disappointed. So that's one thing we want to avoid um, our audience feeling that disappointment. The second one is we don't want to feel like an imposter. We don't want to have this music out that sounds fantastic but know within ourselves that we can't actually reproduce that if we had to. So we feel like an imposter. The third one is we simply don't have that band to take with us. So once we get that sound and it kind of defines who we are with that production, then once we get out and start playing it, we don't have that band. So we can't actually, this sound that we've created for ourselves with production, we don't actually have when we play live. And the fourth one is on the other side of the fence, which says, I've got this acoustic song, I want to record it, I want it to end up in playlists, but I think the way I have it just sounds boring. I need something else. I need some more. So they're kind of the things that we're thinking about as we as we know we want to get into this year. We want to start recording. 
We're trying to figure out the answers to these questions and, and which is the best way to go. So simply, we're going to have a look at some pros and cons of each. So first, the raw method. What are some pros of the raw method? First up, it's simply quicker and easier. It's easier to get into the studio and record you exactly how you sound because you just have to turn up and play. So there's still some ways in the studio that you can do that and make it sound great but still raw. So you could record the acoustic guitar with all the microphones um, and then you could... Um, play that back and record the vocals over the top. Um, that way you could put a bit of auto-tune on the vocals if you need or you can EQ those differently. Um, you might be able to add some really authentic sort of percussion maybe. Uh, so it still kind of sounds real, but you don't just have to stand and deliver it like you would live. You can still record it nicely, but have a raw and true sound. And it's just going to be quicker and easier than adding production. Secondly, it does sound authentic to how people he have heard you and will hear you. See, there's two sides. People might have heard your recordings and then see you live, or people might see you live and then buy your recordings. So if you're recording in that raw sort of format, that's going to match up whichever way they do it. Your live performance will sound like your recorded performance. So that's a good thing. The third thing is it gives a venue or a potential booking agent a really good picture of what you sound like. So they'll be able to hear your recording and know exactly whether that fits their venue and where they want to book you for that Friday night because it's an authentic raw natural sound. Uh, the next one is you feel authentic. You actually, you can uh, rest easy within your own head, I guess, that what your recording is, is actually a true representation of you and what you sound like, the way you wrote that song, uh, all those sorts of things. And that, that does matter that you actually feel like what you're putting out there is a true representation of you. It's quite hard to feel like um, something out there is actually better than you and you're just kind of playing catch up and you do feel that imposter. So that's something real that, that with the raw recording, you have that authenticity about your music. And last of all, it does save people from feeling disappointed when they see you live, having heard your recording, having fallen in love with your recording, they will then see you live and they won't, it'll match up. There won't be that disappointment that we might be afraid of. So some cons of doing the raw, and I reckon this is worth thinking about. First of all, it comparatively, it is going to sound like a demo. So if you're in a playlist with a bunch of guys that have produced music and you have your raw sounding live music, it's going to sound like a demo. It's going to sound like uh, you're on your way to recording properly or you're on your way to being an artist, but you're still kind of starting out. It, it's going to sound like a demo be only because, not because the music is worse or anything like that, but because competitively, what everyone else is doing in that professional space is produced music. Well, not everyone, but the majority of people. So if you're going to end up on a, on a playlist, you might end up before and after a produced song, which is going to make yours sound a bit lifeless and a bit like a demo. Even though it's a real representation of you and how you sound live, it's going to be quite different within that playlist radio context. Secondly, and this is something that's, that's not often thought about, I think, you are taking away a lot of atmosphere in a recording that you might have in the venue. So if you're playing this uh, at a venue on a Friday night and you've got like a hundred people in there dancing, screaming, maybe drinking, uh, you've got lights on, it's really loud, it's like 90, 100 dB loud or something. There's a lot of atmosphere that's created in that live moment. And that's kind of what we remember and we feel uh, as our sound, you know, that's the sound we're going for with all that atmosphere. So if we're going to take all that away, we're going to sit in our car and we're going to listen to this at 60 dB or 70 dB. So like, you know, normal sort of volume and you take out the lights, you take out the people, the social aspect, you take out the volume, uh, you take out 
all those other things and you've just left with the sound of the music, um, there's a lot missing from what it sounds like live. So often these recordings will sound boring, even though you've kind of done it uh, as you, as sa- exactly the same as you would have on the Friday night. Without that atmosphere, it can sound boring and uh, underwhelming. And you can kind of understand that and you can maybe put the pieces together in your head, but we can't rely or we don't have the opportunity to explain to the people listening, just remember, this isn't loud. This isn't, you know, we can't explain that. We just have to uh, allow them to listen to it and feel it and hope that they can kind of add that atmosphere back in their own heads like we can when we listen to it. Um, I hope that makes sense to you, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot more going on in a live gig that isn't captured uh, in a live recording without that atmosphere. So let's flip over to production now and have a look at some of the pros of that. And straight up off the back of what I mentioned in the last con there, Production is adding back a lot of that atmosphere. So when you're adding reverbs, harmonies, extra layers, all those sorts of things, they're adding back some of that atmosphere and sort of presence that isn't there uh, on a raw recording. So all those extra layers, those effects, those reverbs, um, that's kind of bringing back some of that atmosphere so that we can listen to it quietly and in that context and have a bit of that sort of flavor and tonality uh, and color there that live is created by lights, volume, all those sorts of things on the recording, I feel like they're added by production elements. Secondly, you do stand up competitively. So worst case scenario, you're going to sound as good as the other guys in the list. So there's going to be a produced track, then your produced track, then another produced track. Uh, Best case scenario, you've got a produced track, then somebody else's raw track, uh, maybe an acoustic track, a live track, something like that. Your production sound, your produced sound is going to sound excellent in that playlist. It's going to stand up and kind of fit uh, in that context. Uh, If it's on the radio, it can come after an Ed Sheeran song, after um, whoever else famous big sounding production songs. And because you've got that sound as well, you fit in that playlist. The next one is probably the biggest thing for me. You get to create that feeling, that emotion through the story of your production. So uh, if you kind of build this production in with effects or even with layers or different parts, you can kind of take people on a listening journey with your production. So really, really good songwriting is going to do this anyway through the lyrics and the natural dynamics that you might play. But with uh, production, you can add, you can just boost that. You can add a heap more. So we know about this watching movies, the difference between just capturing that scene on the camera and what it looks like in playback on the camera versus after the effects guys have put in all the colors and the smoke and the explosion effects and all those sorts of things to bring that sort of emotion and that tension and that feeling in through those production effects. So music is exactly the same. If we put a nice building into the chorus and then the chorus really opens out with a nice big wash or something like that, that is telling the story and taking your listener on that journey with you, with your music. Um, and that's done through production. So you can do that raw, but you need to be super, super good. And I've written a really, really good song and have practiced it heaps to kind of capture that in your raw live sound. Next one is you're going to be taken more seriously. It's going to sound like you have put more effort into your recording uh, that you because you, you sound like those other guys in those playlists. So I think uh, if you were to show like a label, your produced track versus your raw live track, 
I think they're going to take you more seriously if you've gone to the effort of putting in a produced track. Now, I say that like that's, it really depends on, like I said, right from the top, what your goals are and what your sound is. So maybe if you're like an indie sort of band, then the raw thing is going to be exactly what the label is looking for. But if you're more pop or rock or something, they might be looking for that produced, polished sound. So it does depend on what you're trying to do. But I think generally a produced track is going to make you come appear more professional. And I think at the end of the day, you are being more professional if you're taking the time in to produce your track. So the cons of the production uh, model, and there are a few. First of all, you need somebody to help you do that. You need a producer or a team or someone to kind of flesh out all those ideas. Unless you are quite savvy yourself and you're producing yourself at home or something like that, which is totally fine and totally acceptable, yeah, then you will need somebody to come in and kind of help you do that and uh, kind of flesh that out with you. So that's an, that's an added cost, that's added time, and that's just finding that right person to do that as well. Second of all, it is going to take more time and it's going to take more resources. So it could uh, you know mean more instruments, more layers, uh, more in-depth writing. Uh, it's going to involve more money probably for the studio time and to pay that producer. So a lot more resources and a lot more time. It's definitely a harder thing to achieve to get that produced sound. And the third thing is when you play it live, you are going to have to strip it all back. Unless you're going to sample everything uh, and play it exactly how you recorded it every single time, to play live, you will have to strip it all back and, and play it like it was, um, which can be... Um, a little bit difficult maybe for ourselves to know the potential that the song could be heard at, um, but we have to play it in a stripped back version when we play it live. So that can be a little bit of a con uh, in you know putting all that effort in the production when it's only going to be there in a, in a recorded sense and doesn't translate live. So to finish up, I just want to address those questions I asked at the start and give my opinion about this raw versus production uh, approach. So the first question was, I don't, or the first feeling, sorry, I don't want my audience to feel disappointed when they see me live. So if you've gone into production and they see you live and you don't have that, you don't want them to be disappointed. My feeling is that the song is stronger or the song should be stronger than its performance. So what I mean by that is if you have a great production, the aim of that is to tell a great story and to create a great song. So when that song is then reproduced in any form, it should still carry that same emotion, that same feeling when you play it live. So I think if somebody loves the production, they love the sound of a produced song, when they hear that live stripped back, if you've done it well, they should still love that song just as much, but even more so and kind of feel like an intimate connection with you and that song because they know all the the bigness of it, but you did this version that was so intimate and raw and stripped back, but the melody and the story and the song carries through. So we know this is true from like movie quotes. We can quote a movie and we don't have to see all the production behind that. We can just reminisce what that movie was like and what that what the feeling at that point of the movie was like just by saying this quote stripped back and out of context. The other thing is we'll quite happily watch a YouTube video of somebody doing a cover of one of our favorite songs, which is a totally different person, a totally different setup, sound, all those sorts of things, but we still love a song. And the reason we click on the thumbnail is because we love that song. So even in a different context, that melody, those lyrics, that sound carries across even without all the production. So I think you're creating a story, you're creating a memory, you're creating a feeling with your production and then that carries across in your stripped back version. I don't think you have to be worried about people being disappointed. If your song is good produced, your song will be good 
live and raw. The next one is that you don't want to feel like you're an imposter. Plain and simple, you're not an imposter. You're creating music. You're a music artist. You're creating music. So if you create this music and then you get that produced and it sounds big and bold, it's about making your song, your song, sound as good as it can and bringing that to life. That's all production is doing is making the best out of your song. So if you get help doing that, that's still yours and that's still your creation. That's still come from you. So the production is going to be around your feelings, around your lyrics, around your story that you've written. So even if you haven't done all that and you play it live completely differently because you've only got a guitar or a piano, that doesn't make you an imposter. That means that you have made the song as good as you can for the recording and now you're playing it live as good as you can. If they sound different, that doesn't matter. You're still a music artist and you're still creating music to the best of your ability. So you're not an imposter. The thing is you don't have the band to take with you. So what's the point of doing production? I think again, Ed Sheeran has just smashed this. So he can fill stadiums with just him and his acoustic guitar. Yes, he's brilliant at his loop pedal, but it goes back to that same thing. He's got songs that people love. So he's got, he's been in the studio and he's produced these songs. People love them so much that he can sing them stripped back and everybody still loves it. Everybody probably loves it more. They get this intimate session with Ed Sheeran just playing these brilliant songs on acoustic guitar. How does he do that? That's so amazing. But he's got that production that's kind of built that relationship with the song, with people, and then he plays it acoustically. So I don't think you need to take the band with you. Once you've got a produced sound, you can still do your acoustic stuff and have those work together, not against each other. And the final one was on the flip side where I've got this really, I've got this great song, but I don't want it to sound boring. Then just quite simply add production to it. I get alongside a producer and uh, help, let him help you put some rhythm to it, put some extra harmony to it, uh, maybe help the melody out by putting other things around it that kind of highlights that melody and give your song some of that uh, produced sound that you want that kind of can represent you and your story and your heart for the song. And then push that out in your recorded platforms, your Spotify's, YouTube's, and then continue to play it live. And, and all of a sudden you don't have a boring song. You've got this production song and then you've got the way that you play that live. Hey, give this video a like for me if you got any uh, value from it whatsoever. I just wanted to remind you, last week I did some goal setting uh, and I'm doing some more next week. I'm getting an artist in to actually sit down and do some goal setting with them. So if goal setting is something that you want to do or that you know you want to take your music forward but you don't know how, you just feel like you're a bit overwhelmed or you, you don't really know the next steps, goal setting is a really, really good way to do that. So I chatted about that in a video last week, which I'll link at the end. Um, but if you want to download my smart goals template, then you can start filling out some goals for your music and make sure that you move forward and actually start achieving some of those goals and walking towards where you want to be as a music artist. So let me know in the comments where you stand. Have you always gone for a raw recording or a produced recording or just your thoughts in general about my little unpack of these concepts today? I'd love to hear from you. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Weekly videos and podcasts about going from musician to artist. Make some music this week and we will talk again soon. Oh,